The following podcast will contain graphic, disgusting, crass, foul, mature, and immature content. Hi, this is Melvin. I'm a wizard. And I cast spells. Colvic Darkseed. I am a half-orc cleric, and I have devoted my life to the goddess Hyaea. I'm Roscoe Toscobble. I'm a rogue. And pretty cool guy. on the Very Good Adventuring team. This uh, banishment thing is really coming in handy. Like, really just go away thing. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to use my bracer and go back in time now that I missed. Uh-huh. Six seconds. And I think I'm going to run and try to jam this thing in its butthole. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm gonna I'm gonna name him Starfish. <laughs> That's a terrible name. <laughs> Melvin, you overhear some folks talking at a nearby table. You hear the phrase clam slam. Some of those legends though, they say that the beloved game of pogs first saw light in this world there. <laughs> I gasp. So you're lying, old man. I want to do this, but we have priorities, so we have to go and help Kolvik's family first. But things turn out well on our way back. Maybe we swing through Clam Town or whatever and check out the Clam Slam. Heck yeah. I like the sound of Clam Town. And he says, Kolvik, my brother. It's so good to see you. (laughs) Walk Tug. It's great. Hello. It's been so many years. Like, do you want to provide any food for this uh, feast that they have here? I think that's a wonderful idea. Just so you guys know, <laughs> the war clowns of the north, these aren't like, this is like a, a species of thing. Oh, oh this okay. Isn't, oh. This isn't the union. No, no, this <laughs> no, isn't the union. Like the this union. is like... Do they have a leader? A leader clown? Probably, but there's not one that comes on raids. They, they are very loose people. They hide in mountains. People come across road. Sometimes they attack. Sometimes they let go. What do they want? Do they take anything from you? Treasure? Yeah, they'll take some things. Sometimes food. Sometimes women or children. Sometimes horse, but usually not. They don't seem to like horse. Is there a certain time of day that they usually try to attack? Always at night. Always at night. There we lay in our wagons, patiently trying to sleep knowing only that the sound of laughter might come at any moment. (laughs) I'm going to get in bed with you. (laughs) I'm going to touch you inappropriately (laughs) with a knife. (laughs) 
Yeah. Okay. Okay, so do you guys set up night watches then? Yes, we set up watches, but what will we do? We just hide in wagon. Hope you don't get killed. <laughs> well, I guess if we're... It's a good plan. We're nearby. Did we want to set up night watches as well? Just stay up with them? I mean, I... Probably a good idea. Sure. What's the landscape uh, around here later? Are there trees or... Most of what's around you is um, is fairly large open plains land. You can see that the mountains are in the distance, but, you know, maybe a mile or two off. Um, there are some distant woods and things like that, but for the most part, it's just plains on the north and a, a river running to the south. Sorry, a river running east to west south of you, parallel to the road. Not a whole lot of places to hide, then. really isn't. That's why this road is so dangerous for them. Are these clowns, like, sneaking up in the weeds, like... Little by little, like the Viet Cong or something. The Viet Clowns. The Viet Cong. <laughs> 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 <The> fucking VC. <laughs> me and the clown. Me and the clown in the orange polka dot of pajama. <laughs> eyeball to eyeball. Fuck, I'm going to have to cut that, aren't I? <laughs> yeah, I think so. <laughs> Why? No, no, isn't Viet Cong, is that like a offensive term at this point? No. I don't think so. That's just a normal... Yeah. Oh, all right. Well, I can all stay in that. <laughs> and that, too. <laughs> <laughs> and that. And that. And that. And that. Viet Cong. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good improvisation. <laughs> mm. <laughs> well, I'm going to tell... Whack, whack tug I enjoyed his performance very much. Oh, very, very much. Well, I was did very, you just roll for yourself? You I, didn't know how you felt about it? No, I was gonna <laughs> decide how I felt. Then. If you didn't like it, were you gonna tell your brother it was a shitty performance? Uh, maybe not shitty, but would, <laughs> <laughs> as much as you like my. I got a question. You. Is your brother as devout as you are? That's a great question. I don't know a whole lot about him besides what he does. Kind of thing. I've known he went around a performer, but as devoutness, I don't know. Uh, he is not very devout. He's um, just kind of lives, you know, on the road, free spirit. Ooh, kind of like a hippie. I mean, that's that's really what the orcs are: is traveling performers, um, living a very free lifestyle, sleeping under the stars. Just like a traveling Burning Man or something. Except it is now. <laughs> Does that cause any uh, animosity towards me and him? Since I'm a devout, high, I don't think so. Just like anybody else, it shouldn't be an issue. Well, you know, and I would say, at the risk of offending perhaps someone out there, that it's probably like religious discussions are for most people, where mm -hmm. if you're not religious, you don't really give a shit if other people are religious or not. Whereas Unless if you family. are, you might be a little more. Mm -hmm. But I you mean, didn't come these, to my these son's people baptism. Don't... What the. Fuck? <laughs> Are you pissed off at them for not being devout? I don't think Because that's usually the way that kind of thing goes. That's the way goes. it would go, huh? No, I don't think I had an issue. No, and I mean, gods and worship and things like that, That's it's just in general a little bit different in this world than it would be from our own, where, mm -hmm. you know, it's kind of like religion's a little more a la carte, take as much as you want kind of thing. Think I think, you're all right. Yeah, sure. Thanks. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Right, there he goes. First number out of the bag. <laughs> Anyway. Any other thoughts, questions, anything else you guys had for the chief right now? No. Uh, or matriarch, rather. I guess I could use chief. That's, that's a I tribe. I would want to know what's their end goal. Where are they heading? Well, they don't really have an end goal. 
they're on a road to nowhere. Okay, so they just wanted us to help them pass through <clears throat> this one part, not yep. like travel with them. Yeah, because they're going to head east to uh, probably one of the next towns they come to, do some performances, and then they'll head back south, sort of drifting their way towards um, Kingsbury from, from where they're at. Well, I'll invite uh, Whack Tug to... Go walk tug, whack tug, walk tug. To stay. <laughs> Your brother, you say it how you want. Whack tug, <laughs> old old dub T, to go ahead and stay with me the first shift, and so we can chit chat and catch up and talk family and guard the face a little bit. Should we right. set up some traps or anything like that? Yeah, I was just thinking that. I have a bell, some string, some cleaning fluid, and candles. Um, what else do we got? We got a portable hole. We do have a portable hole. Just trap one. Oh, that's is it going to be too big to work as a trap? How wide is it? I don't know. <laughs> six feet across. Six by six. That's it's a six that foot, big, I guess. Six foot circle, ten feet deep. Oh. Ten feet's a long ways to fall. Put some spikes in there. What do they call them? Punji sticks. Too bad you don't have to shit. Oh. <laughs> 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 That's how they poisoned them, isn't it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you like a little E. coli with your wound? Well, we can just get the whole camp to poop into the portable hole. <laughs> All right, everybody gather around. <laughs> <laughs> on three. Hang over this ledge. <laughs> Try to get as much on the... Oh, wipe your behinds with these sticks. Did it say how many come at a time, usually? Um... A war band or a party, they don't really know how many come because it's, it, I mean, it happens in the night. Yeah. And, you know. They would it be worth trying to lure them and ambush them. But if they come, if there's too many of them, it wouldn't really work out. Well, and are we talking guerrilla tactics here? Do they fight to the death? Do they take their dead? Um, they don't know if they fight to the death or not because these people have never fought back. This is just like an accepted circumstance of their life. They're oh, this is sad. Yeah. They, I mean, just, they're just peaceful people trying to go from town to town and have shows. And Are they pacifists? I wouldn't say pacifists so much as suck at fighting a fists. <laughs> <laughs> do they have any weapons at all? They do not. Nothing but like the play acting swords and whatnot of the troop. So it's just us against this squad of war clowns? Sounds like it. Us and these pacifists. <laughs> Is it worth trying to train these guys in basic self-defense? No. Are you that ready for a montage? It's going to yes. take a montage. Do I have the tiger exist in this universe? Down, <laughs> down, down. I'm sure they know a similar version. <laughs> Non-copyrighted version. That sounds similar, but not equate to I have the tiger. <laughs> it's the ear of the lion. <laughs> <laughs> and we're changing a pitch. <laughs> Yeah, what is it? It's, as long as it's not 30 notes in a row? I think so, or something like that. Or oh, really? Is there a cutoff? You know, I've never actually figured out how they do that. I think that there's... I think that there's, like, a, a justification for, like, okay, this is very recognizable. Everybody knows this particular tune, or, like... I think they can submit that as evidence of, like, you just go up to any random person on the street and play notes, and they're like, oh, yeah, that, that totally is uh, the David Bowie song and not the Vanilla Ice song, like... I think there is a there's a there's a cutoff of like after such point is it official it is officially copyright infringement. So what do you guys have for supplies? What can we set up here? Do we want just to... whatever is pretty much in my pack that came with it? Same thing you guys have. Got some playing cards, mason's tools. I don't have those things. Yeah. Cool. I guess. Are you gonna begin construction on a stone wall? <laughs> Perhaps a plinth. <laughs> 
This will get them. Don't forget we have our magic rods. And your immovable rods. What's the terrain like? It's like brushy. Um, yeah, I mean, tall grass. It's early spring, so things haven't grown in super well. Ground's a little soggy. What, uh, is there a moon or moons? Yeah, I feel like that's an opportunity right there. We should establish, like, <laughs> this world has, like, 70 moons. They're <laughs> <laughs> all just colliding above us. <laughs> One of them's just rolling across the landscape. <laughs> No, I feel like uh, I feel like one moon is is uh, sufficient. That's fantasy enough. It'd be cooler if there were two, but cool rifters too. Is it a full moon? Is it always a full moon? That would be weird. I don't it know. would only ever always be a full moon for us where we are, wouldn't it? Like as he moved about the land, he would look at it from a different angle, so on and so forth. I, mean, I feel like the moon phases would still be the same, approximately as they are here. I suppose. Planetary physics are, are... I'm just accepting the laws of physics in general, aside from magic stuff, so... This world is around. Maybe... <laughs> it's, maybe the, It's shaped like a 20-sided dice. But it could be where the... Like, the moon, instead of, like... Is maybe fixed with the Earth. Or the planet, or whatever. Like, the moon doesn't have to orbit the Earth, potentially. That's what I mean. Like, it's geosynchronous. Then it would depend on where you're standing on the planet. Right. But yeah, that's yeah, what I'm we, Were we going to do something with the moon? I, I don't know. How about it's <laughs> just a normal moon? <laughs> <laughs> that's no moon. Basically, you bring I, the what moon I'm getting at is how bright is it at night? Like, would they be able, or we be able to see things? Well, let's let's uh, let's roll some random dice here to determine. Actually. Well, yeah, I mean, I guess if Are the stars at night big and bright? Deep. Deep it, in the it heart. It depends if they can see uh, night vision as well. Along with us. That's true. Because if they only attack at night, I would assume they would probably have some night vision. Yeah, so these Warcons are their own separate species. They're not a... Oh, yeah, yeah, that's a Meloto original. Wow. Warclowns. That sounds scary. What kind of teeth do they have? Sharpened. Of course. Yeah, do they're, uh, uh, they're kind of terrifying. What color? I, I'm going to say that, like, the, 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 the paint, like, the clown paint, that's, like, their natural skin pigmentation. It's not makeup. Oh, no. <laughs> Does Wagtug know if they can see in the dark or any other special abilities that they have? They can see in the dark. Aww. You don't have to... I mean, you can logically guess that they mm -hmm. can see in the dark given the fact that they only attack at night. Yep. These monsters will get no quarter. Mm -mm. I'm thinking mm -hmm. what would be cool is if we could set up some kind of flare. Like yeah, I was thinking about how to do that too. Like, my cloak that I made from that bear, uh, the original idea was that it was going to be a kind of a ghillie cloak where I could hide and brush and grass. And if I saw these guys, I could, like, shoot at something to, like, make it start on fire. But then they would immediately see where the arrow came from if my arrow was on fire. Well, just as a warning bell, because, Kovic, you have, like, uh, a have light, light spell. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, so, really, like, you two should stick together and you could shoot a bow and arrow or something up. Yeah, that can work. I'd like that. I would like that a lot. I'm not sure if I'd be able to stay up all night, though. But you have the light spell as well, don't you? I, I don't, but I probably could mm -hmm. I mean if we're not too far away it'd be easy enough to put up a torch or something as well and see it from camp is there like some sort of meth that we could take a <laughs> <laughs> uh, <the> little meth <laughs> or blow <laughs> gotta show up the attack tonight god I'm really pumped up with this attack this is gonna be so great that performance start was so good where'd Rob go he's with the performer somewhere doing some blow off or I don't know why, but 
My first thought every time somebody talks about Blow is, is what is it, American Psycho? Where they go to that weird club and like, there's like 30 people in the bathroom and they're all in the stalls doing coke and like, the one guy's like, guys, I don't have good bathrooms to do coke in. Guys, guys, I don't have good bathrooms to do coke in. <laughs> I don't know that. <laughs> American Psycho. Quality Huey Lewis. Have you seen the, uh, there's a skit with Weird Al Yankovic playing the other guy and then Huey Lewis plays this, the American Psycho guy? I think I might have seen that. Oh, it's so good. Does Huey Lewis ask him if he likes Huey Lewis? No, he's like, he, the whole thing is about like, so you like mocking people's music, huh? Like, <laughs> <laughs> and he ends up fucking butchering him like in the movie. Fucking, what is it, Paul Allen, I think is the character's name. Is it kind of what you're looking for? Uh, I was just going through my list of spells that are available to me and seeing if I had anything. Ooh, so I got some stuff. I have glyphs of warding that I can add. That sounds fun. They're like kind of like booby traps. Um, what else do I have here? Do these hippies know which direction the attacks come from? Did we go over that? They don't know, I don't think. Because they're fucking lazy and all of them sleep. Without... Sounds like they sleep until they get attacked. Oh no, not again. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> may it be, may it be. Goodbye, world. Catch me again next year. What kind of wagons do they have? Open wagons? Probably. Maybe. What kind of wagons do they have? Open? Closed? Did we decide how bright it is out? Oh, it doesn't matter. Everybody can see in the night. Romani JPG. They're fancy wagons. That is fancy. Looks gilded in some spots. I it's a Vardo! How many see? wagons are there? There are 12 wagons. I don't know what happened, but it completely borked my chat. They'd be mad if we burned all their wagons? Yes, they would be very angry if you burned all of their wagons, which is the source of their livelihood and travel. What about some of their wagons? <laughs> they would strongly prefer you burned zero wagons. All right. <laughs> Here's my plan. Um, Do you guys like your wagons? Step one, we're going to burn some of your wagons. <laughs> and how does that help us? Well, what if there were clowns inside the wagons? <laughs> <laughs> Under your wagons. Alright, I have Maybe a couple spells that I can add. Uh, I have Glyph of Warding, which kind of like sets a booby trap. And then I can also learn Light as well, too. Additionally, I can also do that. What if we tried to set them up with one of the wagons and have it kind of strolling out to the middle of the field and have them attack it? And then we kind of burst out on the outside or we're on the outside looking in. It works for me. Yeah, maybe these clowns just hate wagons. Could be. <laughs> Vicious psychopaths. All they care about is killing off the wagons. Mm -hmm. We need one of the, the orcs to volunteer their wagon. Do you think your brother would? So does this circle of wagons, does it form a pretty tight circle? No way the war columns can really get through unless they squeeze through certain spots or like... Is this um, kind of a loose circle of wagons? I mean, you guys can kind of define where you want certain aspects of this to be. I'd imagine the loose wagon. I would think of it almost like caravan wagons from the West going in, where they just kind of put them around in a circle, not really hitching them at all, but you can go through them. Yeah, there's there's like, let's say that there's like a eight-foot gap, more or less, between each of the wagons. Some are a little closer, some a little further, but I mean, like the... the the end of the wagon is where the door is, so they can't 
<laughs> they would basically trap themselves inside to die. If they... <laughs> so what's up with this road? It's just uh, like fields on either side or is there a river on either side? Or... There's a river to the south and the road is, the road's probably 30 feet from the shoreline, maybe 20, maybe 40. And it runs along the road. Yeah. So like river, road, fields. All right. So we know which direction they're going to come from. Yeah. If that they attack tonight simple. even, that's just a huge hypothetical too. Basically, I was asking just to see if there's a choke point or something like that we can create. Probably be a good place to put any traps. Oh, for the wagons being tightly together? Yeah. I don't know that we can really make a choke point. Like, if this terrain's pretty boring. So it just looks like it's an open field, and we can stand to the north of it, looking at the mountains. I think so far we're the biggest trap they have, because they're not expecting someone to actually have defenses, and so... Yeah, I guess that's a good point. You guys have had some time to think about it. Did you make any conclusions, and can you summarize those for the fans at home? Um, Honestly, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nope, we can't. Nope. Thank you. We should just a secret. Sit, sit on the, the wagons themselves. You have a little height. We can see all around. It's not like they're going to be maybe stealthing us on them, but we can also have night vision. Melvin? I, uh, did I have time to learn any new spells? Sure I did. And uh, <laughs> oh, thanks, DM. <laughs> I, Melvin Hardmeat, had time to learn spells. I command it. Whoa. Uh, so I uh, added light as a cantrip, and then I took it upon myself to learn Glyph of Warding, which allows me to cast some booby traps out there, um, which I'm going to do to prepare for the night. What if cast. we take all these wagons? What if we? What if we let me finish? Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that was coming. Sorry, old wizard. What if we take all the wagons and like back them into the woods right here, like facing out all along the river, like uh, all pretty maids in a row? Yeah, like that. Perfect. Like oh, like that. Like, Audience. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to describe it. Yeah, just line them all up, all parallel, all parallel along the river. And then side to side. How about that? That's yes, very good. It. And then we can hide equidistant in each of the wagons to cover the most ground possible. See where they're coming from. Like from the wagons themselves. Works for me. With the tribe of orcs or performers or whomever, like behind us. So we have the river kind of behind us. And we're all lined up in short rows perpendicular to the river. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I'll take... Uh, Glyph of Warding, and I'm going to cast that uh, at about three spell slots. I'm going to cast that in three different spots out there. Do the clowns get off on killing, or are they just mostly in it for stealing shit? Um, yeah, I'm going to say you get the impression that they, uh, little column A, little column B, partially they're doing this for, you know, survival and what have you. This is where they get replenished supplies, non-mountain supplies. All right, so on one end of all the wagons, I'm going to set up like a trap with my bell and some string in case the clowns try to get behind the wagons and flank us and not get at the performers. At the other end, I'm going to set up a hammock because I'm lazy and want to sleep. You've got all of your caravans lined up by the roadside there, kind of going off into the trees. The river is behind you. 
Melvin goes out into the field and sets three glyphs of warding, sort of on the, what would that be, western side of the line. And out in the sticks and wilderness and trees before you, darkness settles over the fields. So, what I'm going to have you guys do is I'm going to have each of you make a series of three perception rolls. Okay. Let me start with your three, Melvin. Let's do them all right in a row. All right. First one, not so great. Three. Nineteen. And seven. Okay. Kolvik? Fifteen. Juan? Yeah, Juan. <laughs> the cocked dice. Uh, Twelve. And twenty. Okay. Roscoe? Three. Four. Fourteen. Out in the fields, there are three groups that you guys can see beginning to approach. They have gotten fairly close to the camp based on your perception rolls and their stealth rolls versus each other. Kolvik, you are the first one to notice them. And Melvin, you also notice them. Roscoe, you did not notice them right away. So you are going to be surprised for the first round. Meaning basically you just don't get to take an action the very first time I go through. All right, so I'm just going to roll through these guys. You know what? I would think strength would do a lot more for you for skills, but for uh, proficiency, but no. Well, I haven't touched mine. I was really hoping that the, the epic War Clowns battle was going to be a much more exciting night, but Jesus. <laughs> you got a lot of things to roll for. Why is religion tied to intelligence? <laughs> <laughs> It's not about religion, it's about knowing a lot about religion. Oh, I see. Think of it more in like the... Oh, fuck, what's that guy's name? Indiana Jones College, only way. Well, yeah, that's, <clears throat> there's one for you. I was thinking like Richard Feynman or one of those other guys that's always arguing with... Who's the one? There's one of the scientists that's like loves arguing with creationists. Oh. Bill Nye? No. <laughs> I mean, he also does. Neil deGrasse Tyson also does, but it's like an older white guy. Like a Carl Sagan kind of guy? He was too nice. Richard Dawson? Yes. That guy okay. fucking hates religion. Yep. He has books about atheism, doesn't he? <clears throat> yeah. I think there's one of them on the shelf over here somewhere. Is Richard Dawson right? Is he right? No, is that the right name? <laughs> I thought it was. No, there is no God. Here he is right. Uh, Richard Dawking, Dawkins? Dawkins. Yeah, Richard Dawkins. Dawson is the, the guy from Fairly Feud. <laughs> In the 70s. Also Hogan's Heroes. Nice. <laughs> Just going around. Right, now you see who that is. I hate you. He was the really pervy. He yeah, was the original Family Feud guy. Going around kissing everyone and... Oh, yeah. <laughs> Name three ways atheists are wrong and going to hell. <laughs> Name a way that I'm not going to cop a feeler right now. <laughs> <laughs> Strike one. <laughs> I'm going to slap you. Survey says 100%. <laughs> All right. Give me some initiative here, guys. 13. Nice. 20. And... 20. I don't like that one of them is named Fran.
Yet fans, welcome back. You know what's crazy, folks? As of recording this, we have 859 followers on Twitter. I've probably mentioned it before, but when we first started this whole thing out, I expressed to my undyingly lovely wife that I would not only be surprised, but happy if we ended up with like 10 listeners. Well, you've all blown away my expectations, and I gotta tell you, I am happy. I should probably start posting more on social media, I guess. Well, I don't really don't have anything else exciting to report, so uh, you know what, let's just get back into this stuff. So, after a great deal of mucking about in the interface, we have initiative rolled for everybody. Melvin at a 20, Colvick next at 20, uh, Roscoe's got a 13, and the War Clowns, in order, descending order, I should say, is Eric, Fran, Don, Abe, Ishmael, Chaz, and Betty. There are a total, oh, I'm sorry, also Garth and Hannah. So there are a total of nine War Clowns approaching the group of wagons in little clusters of three. As established by some other earlier roles, Roscoe was caught by surprise, so we'll be surprised from this first round as they spring out of the trees and bushes and prairie lands. And Melvin, you are the first to go as you hear the subtle laughter of clowns creeping through the plains towards these poor defenseless wagons. <laughs> um, I'm just gonna advance out in front a little bit, try to get behind one of my glyphs, and I'm just gonna pretend I'm, like, really scared, because I'm pretty sure that's what clowns crave. <laughs> they feed on beer. Yep. Alright, Melvin walks out, trying to lure them across the glyph. Does the glyph, by the way, fire once and then it's gone? <clears throat> that's a really good question. I Don't believe so. Throw that glyph up in chat, so we know how much damage to do when they, when they do get across it. Oh god, this is so much... So much TLDR. So are these guys speaking a specific uh, clown language, like <laughs> communicating that way? <laughs> communicate with laugh. Yeah. <laughs> the creepiness. Whole, that's their whole language. That's they, what it is. We'll, we'll say that they uh, they understand common as well. And common, okay. But they their tribal language is is that of it's a tonal language made entirely of giggles and laughs. Clownies. <laughs> oh, by the way, Melvin, that's going to cost you 600 gold to cast those three glyphs. It's a small price to pay to defend these poor, defenseless, traveling, burning man people. And I assume that you decided on the trigger of this these glyphs being like when somebody walks over them? Uh, it said I could actually set it to a specific creature. Ooh. So I'll just set it to War Clown. Set this glyph to War Clown. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. And are these explosive runes? Yeah, these are explosive runes, and we'll just say one's acid, one's thunder, and one's lightning. Oh, fun. Fun, fun. Uh, you know what? They're all acid. Let's just say they're all acid. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they deserve. All right, so those are going to be dexterity saving throws. And you are out of range of that glyphs, explosion. Wonderful. Is that all you'd like to do on your turn? E yes. Kolvik, it is over to you. Um, what I am going to do is cast Gesh at the first 
uh, clown I see. Alright. So, if it understands common, then I should be able to start controlling this clown and have it do anything besides on a wisdom saving throw, I believe. They become charmed. Alright, so the way that this works is you place a magical command on a creature that you see within range, forcing it to carry out some service or refrain from some action or course of activity as you decide. So they're not like puppeted. You issue a command and that's... They have to either follow it or do the 5d10 damage of sight damage. Alright, so let's say that Ishmael is the first clown that you see. What command would you like to place on this creature? Does he have to do a wisdom saving throw? Uh, he does. I was going to also do that next here. Okay. Wisdom. Mm-hmm. That is an 11. I'm guessing that wisdom save fails. What's your DC? 15? 15. 15. Mm-hmm. Okay. I would like Ishmael to try to convince the other two to head towards the center glyph. So towards the other three clowns in the center. So join up with the other group mm-hmm. or, or head towards the glyph? Head towards the other group. Okay. All right, so Ishmael is going to try and persuade the other two, what do I got there, Garth and Hannah, to try and run towards the center of the group and join up. All right, on Ishmael's turn, Ishmael will do that. Now we start getting into the down and dirty of the clowns themselves. Eric is the first one to act. (laughs) Eric is going to start running towards the caravans. Make a quick measurement there. Actually, the first thing Eric is going to do is fire a bow and is going to fire that at Roscoe. That is a 20, but not natural, which exceeds your AC, I'm guessing. That is going to be nine piercing damage to you, Roscoe. Fran. Oh, wait, sorry. And before Eric finishes its turn, Eric is going to run also towards one, two, three, four. Short bow plus three. Some heavily armed clowns. Mm-hmm. And regrettably runs right past that glyph because it is not in the line of attack. Dawn. Where the fuck is Dawn? Also a center clown, I believe. It's really fucking hard to see. Dawn is also going to fire a short bow at Roscoe. He's definitely going towards center group here. That is going to be a 22... So they have a plus four, by the way, so just so you guys are aware. That's going to be another successful hit for six piercing damage. And let's just double check that Dawn doesn't see that glyph. Dawn does not see that glyph. Dawn's running right the fuck into that glyph. I think, in fact, basically gets right to the center of it. Nope, just gets past it. Uh, So glyph number one fires off. Melvin, why don't you roll up some 5d10 acid damage 36 all right what's your save dc again 16 16 these guys get a plus one so don and eric are both in the range of this explosion don fails eric fails both of them are going to take the full 36 damage take that war clones mm-hmm. suck it <laughs> all right over to Abe. Wait, I want to hear like what happens. Oh, all right. Uh, so you <laughs> want the gory details? <laughs> they, I mean, so this got them to the uh, basically to the bloodied point. So it didn't destroy them, but 
Let's uh, let's say that the as Dawn is running into this glyph, it explodes in a giant ball of fiery mm, purple magic explosion, <laughs> and uh, and flings Dawn forward a little bit, and that that force also catches Eric a little on fire. He's able to quickly put himself out, but kaboom. They done took some damage. Sorry, my descriptive powers are not super on point tonight. What was the explosion like? It was like an explosion. <laughs> and purple. I added purple. That's that's as much as I got for you right now. I was just gonna say it. These were acid glyphs, so I was looking for some like Ooh. face melting, you know, Indiana Jones type. Well, I mean, if you want to narrate it out, you go right ahead. Robocop. <laughs> what happens there? That guy gets in the acid, and then he's wandering around like, and he gets hit by a car. <laughs> like, splatters. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. They're remaking that movie. The, again? Yeah. I what? thought I heard. They were just like, man, never mind that other time we tried. <laughs> that movie was okay. The first remake, I thought. It was all right. I don't think I made it all the way through it. Buy that for a dollar. <laughs> yeah, that better be in the remake. I'll narrate this. Sure. Yeah, give me a, give me some descriptive acidic clown explosion. All right. So uh, Don's running forth, and she trips on this glyph, kind of stumbles a little bit before this blob of kind of steamy, sizzling liquid shoots out, catches Don in the back and Eric on the side of the face. Their <laughs> face starts melting and it starts steaming up like an alien's. What does it smell like? Um, it smells like cat food. <laughs> it smells like cat food combined with a burnt hair or something. Thinking like carnival food of like hot dogs and popcorn. <laughs> it smells like car- carnival food. <laughs> that's yeah, burned carnival food. That's that's delightful. The smell of sizzling carnival food wafts over to you from your position among the caravans. Are they laughing now? Oh, yeah. But it's like... (laughs) (laughs) Panicked, horrible laughter. Their language is just all laughter, so... (laughs) All right. Abe is going to fire one of them their bows. Abe fires an arrow at Melvin, who's straight ahead. That is going to be a... That's going to be a 15 against your AC? That would hit, um, but I'm going to take advantage of my illusory self Ooh. skill and uh, create multiple <laughs> illusory duplicates of myself and dodge this attack. That just gets you a free flat-out dodge? Automatically misses it, yep. Nice. Wait, we rolled last time because you rolled, or you did that and I rolled and hit you anyway. So wasn't it like disadvantage or something like that? Or did we just fuck it up the last time we did it? I don't know. I went to the... I just Googled it quick because I didn't want to open the book up. And on the D&D site, it said, like... We'll see if I can find it. It just gives you an automatic whiff. That's awesome. And that's a a class, right? It's a class... Yeah. As an instant, almost instinctual reaction to danger. Mm -mm -mm. That's weird. If you are attacked before you take your first turn in combat, you can use your reaction to interpose the illusory duplicate between your attacker and yourself. 
attack automatically misses you and destroys the illusion. But you've taken your first turn in combat. Is that... That seems dumb, though. That's That can't be the only time you can use that. You can find me the rule in the actual book. Because that's, that's fucking stupid, and I'm just going to let you do it whenever you want. What is it? So it's if you get attacked before the f- before your first turn in combat, then you, oh, that's the only time you can use it. Oh, you can. That doesn't seem right, though. What are you? You're a wizard. You're Oh, yeah. See, they didn't have the whole thing in here. When a creature makes an attack roll against you, you can use your reaction to interpose an illusory duplicate between the attacker and yourself. The attack automatically misses, then the illusion dissipates. Once you use this feature, you can't use it again until you finish a short or long rest. All right, so you get one between rests, but you can use it for your reaction. I was going to say, that description was fucking... I was like, that would suck. That would make that, like, super lame. Like, you got all the way to the 10th level. Here's the thing you... Probably will never use. Here's the happy 16th birthday. Here's the keys to a car I hid somewhere in America. <laughs> Where do you get all these weird b- beers? beers. The weird beer store. <laughs> <laughs> I really want there to be a store called the weird beer store. Like, that would be the perfect gimmick in this day and age of, like, the world of the microbrew. So, Melvin, you create your illusory duplicate, and the attack from Abe automatically misses. Abe is going to attempt to run in as straight of a line towards you, going 30 feet. That is unfortunately not going to trigger your glyph trap, but is not close enough to you to attack right up in your grill. Roscoe's turn is occupied by the surprise he feels. Ah! <laughs> 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 Fucking clones. That's going to move it over to Ishmael. I'm trying to roll through this as fast as I can. Ishmael is going to try and make a clown persuasion roll to the other two clowns to convince them to go towards the center group. He's a, <laughs> he's a Judas goat. He's totally a Judas goat. <laughs> he rolled a four. He's not terribly persuasive. And a 20 and a five is what the other war clowns got to resist. So Ishmael, on on its turn, is just standing there in the field. <laughs> translating to friends, countrymen, Romans, lend, lend me your clown ears. And they just run right past him. <laughs> Chaz. Aw, Chaz. Uh-oh. Uh-oh, Chaz. Chaz, on its turn, is going to take a bow shot at Melvin. Uh, that is going to be 17. I think that hits your AC. That would be a hit. Melvin, you're going to take a total of four piercing damage. And then Chaz is going to run directly towards you, which, of course, goes directly through that glyph. Give me another 5d10 acid damage. Ooh, ouch. That would be 28 damage of acid. You want to describe this one again? Somebody else want to take a turn? My lackluster acid descriptions tonight? Go ahead, Kovic. What happens here? Well, while running through this acid trap, he does, like the other one, explode into laughing pain like he's on laughing gas <laughs> and it just explodes up around him almost like if it's 
Kind of like in, um, what were we, without a paddle and like the marijuana scene, there's fireworks going everywhere around the guy, but except it's acid and it's going on his like back and face uh, did and it, like, such. Did it like splash directly into his undercarriage? Like, oh, oh, oh. that's exactly what it did. Oh, oh poor Chaz. Chaz gets it right in the nads. But he, he's all like, uh, 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 <laughs> translates that my fucking balls. <laughs> and if we learned anything from war clowns, their balls are most penetrable, right? <laughs> their balls are what? Uh, most penetrable. Oh yeah, I guess that wouldn't be the right term. They are vulnerable. Yeah, then it's like, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, what did I miss about war clowns? Like, <laughs> they have, they have a, a, a sack vagina? Because <laughs> you're, you're like, <laughs> they're amber sex dress. <laughs> That's terrifying as well, they though. Just, <laughs> well, you pe- penetrated your crock into his balls on the ground, so... <laughs> Like, you're looking around like, right, guys? Like that's that's the that's what we know that's, about work clowns, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Huh, guys? <laughs> what? Anybody? All right. <clears throat> All right. Uh, so both Chaz. <laughs> And Abe take 28 acidic damage as this acid trap vaults up acid into Chaz's groin and then deflects it over onto Abe. So endeth Chaz's turn. Betty is now going to run in that direction after taking a bow shot at Melvin. Melvin, that is going to be a critical hit. You are going to take a grand total of 16 damage. Piercing damage. From Betty's bow. Whoa, bow, Betty. That wasn't that good. And these clowns are bearing down upon you, Melvin. Let's head on over to Garth. Where's Garth at? Garth's uh, far right. Oh, yeah. Garth is one of the ones that's going to run past Ishmael, ignoring ignoring him. Garth is going to run before bow shooting. Down to, I believe, about there. Garth is now going to take a bow shot at Kolvik. Oh. Hey, nice catch. Uh, three looks like a miss against your AC. Actually, sorry. A seven. Still a miss. Hannah? Hannah is going to make her run, and then a bow shot at Kolvik. Uh, 16 against your AC. Sounds like a miss. Also a miss. All right. And after all them clowns, Melvin, it is back to you at the top of the order. All right, clowns. All three of these guys are pretty much bunched up right in front of me, so... Mm-hmm. I'm gonna get up, uh, get a little bit close, not quite in melee range, but close enough for me to cast Thunder Wave next to all these fools. Moving to where you are, you would be in melee range of Betty. It's hard to, like, not be in a square. Oh, you have to be in a square, that's combat rules. Oh, I have to be in a square? Yeah, but if you got to... Don't Oops. put me in a box, man. <laughs> oh! <laughs> oh. Uh, Thunderwave has a range of what? 15? It has... And a 15-foot radius, yeah. Yeah, so where I just put you there, straight south of Betty, that'll get you the ability to hit all three of these clowns. <laughs> I can't believe we're not using that more. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> wow. You want to hit all three of these clowns? So nobody's got no time for no clowns. Fucking clowns, am I right? <laughs> all right, a... 
Melvin is casting Thunder Wave, DC of 16. Oh man, and you're doing a higher level cast here. That'll be a total of 32 damage if they fail. All right, so Abe. Abe fails. Betty succeeds. Chaz fails. So Abe takes 32 Thunder Wave damage and is pushed back, what is it, 15 feet or 10? Push back 10 feet away. Abe is now most definitely in the wrecked territory. Chaz is most definitely in the wrecked territory. Both of them have been pushed 10 feet back. Betty was not pushed, but still took 16 damage. This oh. point... Sorry, I miscalculated. It's actually 34 damage. These Warcons are tough. Yeah, they are. With their giant teeth. And... For the remainder of my action, uh, I'd like to whisper to myself, Ploop. And then... That's right, we never called that like a bonus action or anything specific, so you get that for free. Yeah. <laughs> You're gonna rocket straight up into the air? I'm gonna rocket straight up into the air, back and on top of one of these wagons. Okay. Yeah, I think you've got enough movement to do that. And, uh, That's a pretty great image, too. Like, a picture, like, both arms up and then wave forward, like, kaboom, thunder wave, and then Lido. back up, like, peace out, bitches! <laughs> <laughs> Flies back up to the wagon. Uh, you would have about 15 feet of movement, I would say. So really, so maybe, you're... like, well, probably closer to the closest wagon, huh? Basically, yeah, the one uh, at the tip of one of those two wagons. Just the tip. Just the tip of the wagon. Excellent turn. Over to Kolvik. The bar is set pretty high for cool shit done on a turn. I'm going to cast Hold Person on these humanoids and do it at an upper level and try to encapture both Hannah and Garth in front of me. All right. Hold Person, a concentration spell up to one minute. They must succeed on a wisdom saving throw or be paralyzed for the duration. And they'll get a uh, saving throw on each of those turns. Alright, so, you're doing this on Garth and Hannah, you say? That's correct. And DC is what again? Uh, 15. 15. That is going to be a failure for Hannah. What the fuck was that? Just a book falling. And a failure. <laughs> oh my <laughs> good lord! It's kind of like you ripped a bandana <laughs> Meanwhile, back in clown combat. And a failure for Roscoe's butthole. <laughs> Garth and Hannah both failed their uh, their hold person saves. Uh, and you casted it with a higher spell slot, so you can do it for both of them. They are held as long as you can maintain your concentration. So the, my favorite part about this is both of them are held, and Ishmael has to tell him to go towards the circle. Huh. Huh. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> they have no choice to stay there until they go to the circle. Exactly. He's trying to convince two paralyzed people to move towards the center of the group. Honk, 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 honk. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's right. There should be some occasional honking in their language, like mm -hmm. the like the clicks, the tongue clicks in the certain yeah. languages. <laughs> honk, honk, honk. <laughs> do they have to squeeze their nose when they do that? They would have to. Mm -hmm. And then I, I oh man, but that's like a natural biological feature. 
Think they just they have, have a built-in honk in their nose if they like. <laughs> <laughs> That's even more terrifying because think of what that would look like. Oh, this is a skin bulb. <laughs> oh, oh, it's so much worse now that you call it a skin bulb. Oh my gosh. <laughs> that sounds like something you'd have to go to the doctor for. If you're if you're like holding them down, just punching them in the face. It's like honk, honk, <laughs> honk. It's I mean that's like how they cry for help. It's like. Like the scent that grass makes when you cut it is like the the warning to the other grass. Mm-hmm. If you're punching a war clown in the honk, it's how the other ones know. And I'm, I'm going to go ahead and move 30 feet forward next to the frozen Hannah. I, you know, I really wish that I would have thought of that. There's no fucking way that I could have. But I, like if you punch a war clown in the face and it makes the honk, it would like trigger like a random roll to call more clowns. <laughs> the all fucking Final Fantasy style. They just keep oh, coming. Man, someday oh, when I publish the official version, it'll have that feature, but <laughs> not today. All right, so you've moved up to Hannah. You have... Wait a second. Oh my God, Gesh lasts for 30 days. Yeah. I had to go back and check to make sure that wasn't mm-hmm. a contra- concentration spell. So this dude has to try and convince these two people... <laughs> yeah. For so, 30 days <laughs> to try and go join the other group. We <laughs> <laughs> lie there dead on the ground. <laughs> Get up! Even when, even when they're dead, he's got to stand there and convince yeah, them. Yeah, I mean, it's not harming him. It's not causing him death. <laughs> Can you guys please be alive and go in that circle? I don't know if he would recognize whether they could move anymore or not. Well, so that's what I was just rereading the spell description, and it does say that they are charmed by you, which makes me think that they would be inclined to do the action that you're asking them for. So unless there is a reason for this clown to not um, attempt this action, then it's just going to keep attempting it because it's charmed. Huh. Alrighty. Very good, Kolvik. Uh, it is now over to Eric. Let's see if we can burn through a, a turn full of clowns as quick as possible. Eric is going to make a run towards Roscoe. I feel like this is Space Invaders and one of the aliens made to the bottom. I think you might be right about that. Roscoe, Eric has shed its short bow and is taking a swing at you with a great axe. Uh, that's going to be a 17 to hit. That hits me. All right, that is unfortunately max damage and is going to be a total of 18. Holy moly. On down to Fran. Fran's going to take a short bow shot after running forward about 30 feet to Roscoe. Roscoe, that's going to be a 20 to hit, not natural. So that's going to be... That's a hit. That's going to be nine damage. Over to Dawn. And let's see, Dawn. Dawn's also going to make a short bow attack at you while running towards Melvin. Uh, 18 is going to be a hit, I think. That's going to be six more piercing damage for you. Abe's going to approach the wagons here. Actually, you know what? Let's make a roll for Abe real quick, because he is fucked up. Uh, Abe's pretty dumb, though. Abe's going to keep on charging, even though he's all wrecked here. He's going to make it to there. Were these guys not prone? Oh, that's right. Nice work, remembering that. So he's only going to get half the movement. So Abe moves about 15 feet. But that's still in short bow range towards you, Melvin. 
is going to take a shot at you up on top of that caravan. And that's going to be a 12. I think that misses. Yes. Okay. Roscoe, it's now over to your turn. All right, I'm going to get stabby on Eric with my daggers. Stabby stab. 17 and 19. Those are both going to hit. For 12 and 7 for 19. All right, that is 19 damage to Eric. Eric is bloodied, but not wrecked. All right, I'm going to use my cunning action. Okay. And duck behind these uh, wagons. And on the way, I'm going to put my immovable rod at about shin height between the wagons. Are you trying to do that uh, surreptitiously? I am. All right, I'm going to have you roll a stealth check to see how stealthily you could put that rod out there. 26. 26 is stealthy as fuck. All right, you are able to very, very surreptitiously place your immovable rod at about, what'd you say, calf height? Shin height? Yep. Excellent. Call me Ishmael and call it my turn. Ishmael is going to run. It is going to, in fact, take the dash action to get over by the other two clowns that are (laughs) held and is like, (laughs) guys, guys, go over by the center. That's your turn, Ishmael. Sucks for you. (laughs) All right, over to Chaz. Chaz is going to make a quick roll to see if Chaz is smart enough to run. Uh, Chaz is not smart enough to run, and so Chaz will instead is going to advance forward to get into real nice comfy bow range of Melvin up on top of that caravan. A 17 should hit your AC. Yeah, it does. That'll be six piercing damage for you. Betty is also going to just stay where she is and take a bow shot at Melvin. That's going to be a 19, and that will be eight piercing damage for you. Garth is going to make a wisdom saving throw to try and get unheld. That is going to fail. Hannah will do the same. Also a fail. And that gets it all the way back down to Melvin's turn. All right. I'm going to say, man, your Venus flytrap strategy over there is really uh, a fly fly paper might be a better Mm -hmm. way to describe it. I'm going to try and convince a paralyzed person to move somewhere, and I can't move until I do that. (laughs) Yeah, that was a nice secondary. I didn't think of that until that came about. I'm like, whoa. Mm Mm-hmm. Combo! (laughs) (laughs) I'm looking forward to see what you do with the sound effects on this one. Yeah, I'm going to have to copy-paste that and put that like in different pitches. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) We could spend a little time making clown noises at the end. (laughs) (laughs) That would be really cool. I'm going to get in bed with you. Episode 45, Just Fight the Damn Clowns Already, was released on August 26, 2018. You know what you're going to get next week? Yeah, you guessed it. Vegan! 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 The Very Adventuring Team! 
Oh, guys, there's... So, I was looking... Oh, I was looking for the girl with the three boobs in Total Recall. And did you find a real girl with three boobs? Yeah. 